and the lights dimmed, it must be time to start Radio Ignite Live. Now I'm going to warn you, my kids are home and I work from home. I have an amazing office. I love it. But for some reason, they decided not to put a door on one side of it. I've got these cool soundproof drapes, but I don't like pulling them shut. And the reason why I'm warning you is because my kids are home and they're still in bed. It is 9 a.m. on the Pacific Coast and my kids are still in bed. Here's why. And by the way, today's episode is called Thinking on Your Feet. It's a free-for-all Friday. So I kind of did this last minute, as I often do on Fridays, partly purposely and just because I felt like it. It's Friday, right? So let me tell you why my kids are still in bed. And there is a, a, a moral to the story, so to speak. So yesterday, my daughter went to Disney to sing in the choir. My son, I picked him up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mom went with the choir. I picked up my son at three o'clock in the afternoon, drove straight to Los Angeles. Two and a half hours later, we got on the ice uh, and he had practice and we got home at 11. Mom got home at about 1040. So the daughter and the child were exhausted. So we let them sleep in. We did that because we didn't want them to be tyrants. We want them to be happy children. It's also my son's birthday party tonight with the family and I wanted to make sure that he was still awake for it and my daughter too, because they can be really crabby when they don't sleep. So if they come in and say hello, now you know why. So what's the moral to that? Well, the point is, I can do what I want to do, and I want you to be able to do that too. Thinking on your feet is a really important concept, but part two of what today is about and what we're going to talk about is writing your own ticket. Can you do that? Can you write your own ticket? And do you know what I mean by that? Can you set your own schedule? Can you come and go as you please? Can you leave work and go do something and not necessarily care about that? Can you take your kids to an event on a Thursday evening and have them delayed to getting to school the next day and feel comfortable and confident about it? Well, first of all, my daughter went with the choir, so that was a school uh, thing. And when I told my mom I was taking Jackson and we'd be gone and he'd be late and, and he'd miss school maybe and he's got 10 days of school he's missing next week because of hockey, she said, is that okay? And I said, well, first of all, he's way up on his studies. He's reading a level three uh, grades ahead. His math is in the top five percentile of the state um, for the nation for that matter. And he's a very smart kid, but he gets the work done. Um, I honestly, we considered skipping a grade. But obviously with hockey and what he's got going on, I think it's fine to keep him where he is. I mean, that's a, a lucky situation. But at the same time, we make sure. And, and would we be doing all this hockey if Jackson was struggling with his, his work now? So we make good decisions. But at the same time, the fact that we can make them, the fact that we have the power to write our own ticket, the fact that we are able to live our lives the way we choose to live them, and, and that's the key. And you're a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. But are you tied to your business so tightly that you cannot do these types of things? Um, you just have to really take that into account. Is it worth working for yourself if you're struggling or if you can't make ends meet or if you have too much stress or you have terrible systems and don't have terrible systems? You know how to reach me if you do. But at the end of it, do you have that? Do you have that fun, free lifestyle that you deserve as an entrepreneur? Now, I'm not saying that you don't have to work like crazy. And I'm working like crazy. I'm going to work all weekend long because I have no kids and mom's studying for law exams. Yeah, she's in law school. 
She's in law school full time. She works with the company. She takes care of the kids. She's up now probably getting breakfast ready for our kids. But you know what? She made a choice last night and she can. And that's why she's going to law school. So she can be a lawyer on her own terms. That's an entrepreneurial role for some, not everybody. Some lawyers go work for firms. I started my career at IBM. Hardly an entrepreneurial experience. However, the way it occurred and the way I am, I made it entrepreneurial. I ran my own business unit within IBM when I was 19 years old. I was the collegiate representative. I worked at Santa Barbara City College, Westmont, and University of California, Santa Barbara, plus a bunch of other colleges, selling computers to kids, faculty, and staff. And then I built a program with interns and started doing this on a much wider basis. It was a very, 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 very exciting, uh, great opportunity for my resume, learning, meeting people. I mean, I'm still friends with the people. I still get emails from everybody on that list. So even though that was the furthest thing from being an entrepreneur, I made it entrepreneurial for me. And that's the key. If you're an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur. If you're a business owner, own your business and own your life. That's why we're here. Almost all of my clients are business owners. I don't know anybody really that isn't. Everybody in my family is an entrepreneur and a business owner. It's just who we are. Some of us are simply unemployable. I used to make that joke. I don't think that I am. I think I'm extremely employable, but I don't like to be employed. I like to do what I want to do. And it often comes back to topic one of today's uh, Radio Ignite Live, and that is thinking on your feet. You just never know what's going to be thrown at you, what obstacles, what decisions you have to make, both in life and in business. You know, it's not really that difficult to tell my kids that they can sleep in when they've been out till 11 o'clock at night doing things that are important. Now, important hockey? Yeah, really important. This kid is going for it. He wants to get a scholarship. <clears throat> he wants to go to a top tier school. He wants to play hockey. And you know, playing on the ice with LA Kings, uh, Kyle Clifford and his son, Brody, yesterday as a guest to our team at the Toyota Center, which is where the Kings practice. Our coach arranged it. Kyle comes out and plays with the kids and brings his little five-year-old. And our kids were just enamored. Of course, I got the only autograph for my son. It was the weirdest thing. Kyle asked me to watch his kid while he ran out to the car. And I, of course, did because, you know, I'm one of the dads. So he, he, of course, trusted me and he had to go get something out of the car. So I was chatting with little Brody and I asked him for an autograph. Uh, Kyle, that is, not Brody. I don't think Brody can write yet. But the point is, is my son is into this hockey thing. So you know what? I'm going to support it and I'm going to buy it and I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to buy, you know, fake ice in the garage and I'm going to drive him to LA, spend eight hours after school going back and forth and playing hockey and eating and doing what we need to do and getting dressed and undressed and washing clothes and trying to distinctify his uniform, all that stuff. Is it more important than school? I don't know that you can really say more important but it's extremely important. Imagine the sports or vocational skills that you could have learned, and I hope that you did, <clears throat> from parents as you grew up, or, or were they just really focused on school and you didn't have extracurricular activities? I, I would argue that the most successful people in the world have a lot of fires brewing, right? They've got their school focus and they're on the, the yearbook committee and they're, they're writing for the school newspaper and they're, they're involved in this club and that club. And, and a lot of you know, big colleges require that. So if you're concerned about whether or not it's okay 
to take your kids out of school for 10 days so that they can go to Minnesota and play in the hottest hockey tournament with, you know, 32 of the best players in Southern California. Don't be if that's what you choose to do. You're an entrepreneur and you need to make those choices. It's your right. It's your ability. And it's why you chose to start your own company in the first place. Now, getting back to writing your own ticket, the difference between being an employee and being your own boss is that you can create opportunity for income at whatever level you choose. When you work for somebody, perhaps if you're on a commission basis or something like that, you, you, you have a set structure. But the business owner, the business owner taking all the risk, and trust me, I've taken all the risk. I've had wildly successful ventures and I've had one miserable failure. Probably the better experience was the failure now that I can look back on it with a good, wow, has it been seven years in April? Oh, wow, tomorrow. Okay. So in any event, no, sorry, it's not tomorrow. It's 26, April 26. So tomorrow's another important day, but we'll talk about that on a different show. So the 26th of April in 2012 was when my company collapsed. And, and the experience that I went through after that was crazy. And getting back up on my feet and rebuilding was just who I was. You know, I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. Mom always said, you're not a failure until you give up. Do you face challenges every day as a business owner? Yes. Are they more extreme than others? Possibly. Do you go for it? Are you looking truly to write your own ticket? Are you really trying to achieve something? Are you doing something different or better? <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of screaming at, the, at the, the scrimmage last night. So when you consider your business and you look at the risk, and it's different now, you know, when you have kids, you get a little older, you start thinking about it. When I was younger, I just didn't. I just didn't think about it. I just went for it. So, and, I, and, it, and it worked in some cases and in, in, in one it did not. Today, I'm a little more conservative, but I'm still working really hard. I make a great income. I am working on <clears throat> a program where we're going to have a tremendous amount of, of uh, savings allocated towards buying our next home. Uh, I've owned four different homes in this, in this county alone. I'm completely losing my voice right now, <clears throat> but I'm having a great time. And that's the key. It's Friday. Tonight, I'm going to go to dinner with my family and my ex-family, celebrate my son's birthday. I'm going to do that because I choose to do that. I'm going to do that because I want to do that. I'm going to do that because that's what life's all about. And the accomplishments that I've gained over the course of this week and month and year, I'm going to carry with me every single day and I'm going to build on them. And I'm going to enjoy life as it goes. And I'm going to do the most I possibly can with what I'm given. And I'm going to create whatever is not there. And I'm just going to keep driving. And I'm going to teach my kids to do the same. I'm going to teach them to do better. I'm going to teach them to do more. I'm going to teach them to solve problems. I'm going to teach them to look things in the face and deal with them and deal with them properly and try to be polite but also stern and direct and get things done. And sometimes you're going to be less favorable than others because of decisions you make, but they're important, particularly if you believe in them. You know, I talked about, um, and I wrote a, a blog post, and I, I need to really kind of have this as a, as a complete show, but I, I talked about 
people that say to me, I, I've been to TED and I ran TEDx American Riviera for, for several years. And people would say to me, well, how do I get a TED talk? And I, and I would reply and say, well, it's not the question you should be asking. You shouldn't even be thinking <clears throat> about how do I get a TED talk? That's like saying, how do I get rich? If you think about what you want to do, what you want to change, what you want to build, what you want to be, and you achieve that as your primary goal, just get it done and get it done right. Like, I mean, come on, Richard Branson comes in and shakes up the airline industry with Virgin. The airline industry is a joke. I mean, come on, you buy planes, you book it, everybody's doing the same thing. It's, it's a game. It's really kind of a commodity, so to speak. I mean, what's better than one versus the other? You know, everybody's got new planes today. You know, some of these ridiculous sales strategies where you get a ticket for 35 bucks, but it's 250 when you're done because you had to pay for your seat too. I mean, what's the ticket for? So wait, I got a ticket. Now I got to buy a seat. I don't even think that should be legal. Certainly not moral. Anyhow, whatever. Point is, is this guy comes in, he completely shakes up an industry, industry by creating Virgin America and making it just a better experience. And then he says, ah, I'm out of here. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do, but do it well. I'm going to teach my children that same thing. And if they do, and if you do, and for that matter, if I do, maybe, just maybe, we'll get on the TED stage. Me for a second time. I would love to do that. I would love to get on the TED stage. But what I really like to do is I'd like to do cool stuff. I'd like to invent something. I'd like to change things. I'd like to help people improve their businesses, ignite their businesses, achieve greatness, make more money. I want people to say, thank you. Because of your involvement, my life is better. That's what a business owner is. That's what an entrepreneur is. And that's what I think everybody should have something of. If we all were trying to make life a little bit better for ourselves and our families and our children and the world to be, imagine how much better the life would be, how much better the world would be. Imagine how much better everything would be. It's not self-serving to try to solve problems that you care about. You have to have the right reasons to do so. If you're benefiting others, benefiting everyone to a certain degree, a larger percentage, if it's selfishly just for you, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're not harming others in the, in the path of your achievement. And I, when I say harming, I really just mean, are you doing the wrong thing to get what you want? Are people, so, like, I think the best way to summarize that, if you're selling drugs and it's hurting people, or you're a tobacco company, shame on you. Tobacco companies should not be proud of what they do. They make death products. And that's just not okay. So that's the far, furthest extreme. If you win a deal and somebody else loses it, that's not a bad thing. That's okay. But if you hurt somebody because of what you do or what you sell, it is. So that's how you kind of judge it. I don't think my kids are hurt by missing a little school this morning or next week. They're going to take their homework with them or Jackson will. 
and he will be caught up when he gets back and he will be a better hockey player with more friends and more relationships and more experiences and a bigger view of the world. Certainly that of Minnesota and Toronto, which are the two locations. I mean, that is the best, the best thing I ever did was travel. I learned so much. So keep your minds open. Focus on writing your own ticket. That's why we're here and make it a good one. Focus on trying to get into first class. If you can pay for an upgrade, don't pay a full price. Be smart about it. But if you want to sit in first class because it's more comfortable and the food's better and the experience is better, work hard to get there. Make that sacrifice. It is absolutely, without question, worth it. Make sure to remember that once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. And the day you stop being an entrepreneur, it's time to hang it up or find a job. And that doesn't usually work for us. My name is Eric Greenspan. This is Radio Ignite Live. It's Friday, and I am really glad to be here, and I'm glad you're all here too. We'll post this, as we do with all of our Radio Ignite episodes, to all of your favorite podcast sites. And you can find everything at RadioIgnite.com. Click on the link, Spotify, Pandora, whatever. By the way, I'm going to extend the Ignite system light one more day. There is an opportunity for you to grab it, check your emails, or just go to our homepage and you'll see it will pop up at the bottom. And don't hit the button in the middle unless you want actual Ignite. But if you want to try Ignite System Light, click on 74D2 at the bottom of our homepage at 74systems.com and he will take you there. Sign up, enjoy, and I hope it changes your business, your income, your life, and your happy factor. And as always, I look forward to our next discussion.